What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Give Me 20, the comedy podcast where me and my co-host Mel Felker get together and talk about stand-up, try stand-up, be funny, I don't know, any of those things. I am, of course, one of your hosts, Aaron Sini, and with me, as always, is Mel Fake Name Felker. Hey, Mel. Hello. Hello. My name is real. Thank you. <laughs> it's very real. <laughs> Um, but this is our sec or third episode now. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to like put something out there. Um, now that we're three episodes into our little 20 minute podcast, um, I don't have access to like the view counts or listen counts, which is probably for the best, to be honest, because like, I don't need that in my life. It's too <laughs> but, much pressure. Yeah. But I, I do want to know who's listening. So I know I have people in my life listening, like my mom, huge fan. Um, she actually wanted to listen to this episode before we even recorded it. And I had to tell her, no, mom, we haven't recorded it yet. And then we have to wait for it to get posted. But that's not how time works, mom. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> she's ready. She's ready. Um, but I just wanted to ask the listeners out there that if you could like DM me or like reply to the tweet or the Instagram post you see and say like, hey, I'm listening. So then I can do my own like listen count. Um, and I get that some of you like might not want to DM me a reply and you might want to go off as like silent listeners. So if you want to be a silent listener, that's fine too. But just uh, make sure to DM me that you want to be silent listeners so that I can like account for that in the tally. Um, I know you don't want to but, tell me you're listening, but if you could tell me that you're just not comfortable telling me that you're listening, that would be yeah. really helpful. Yeah. Or just like ask like a friend, be like me plus one. Um, oh, I like that. Do the plus one thing. Yeah. Like if Jess is really uncomfortable saying I listen to it, she's not, she's great. She always talks to us, but she could just tell Eric, Hey, can you, can you send Mel a, a little DM and say me plus one? Yeah, and I promise, like, I in that scenario, I wouldn't ask Eric, oh, who's your plus one? Like, it's it's fine. We can keep Anonymity is key, people. We yeah. want you to be comfortable telling us you're listening. Yeah, yeah. I just want to get views and listen counts old-fashioned way, just word of mouth. I, um, I dig that. Yeah. I want to talk about Mrs. Felker, your mother. Okay, yeah. Um, I... I'm really glad that she's such a big fan of the show. And Miss Felker, as you listen to this, thank you so much for saying I have a good podcast voice. That made my year. Um, she's gonna love that show. But I'm a little, I'm a little sad that you didn't want to accept my invitation to come on the show. I have so many questions about oh, Young no. Mel. I'm just picturing how embarrassed she's gonna be when she hears this. She's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna know. She's gonna laugh. Oh, I can I can see it now. It's like she's right here with me. <laughs> you can oh, well. picture the laugh. Yeah, maybe maybe you could get. You know, we'll talk. But there might be other people in my life that could talk about Young Mal if, if my mom doesn't want to be on. Famous TikTok sister being one of them. <laughs> oh gosh, she wouldn't know Young me. She's she's six years younger than me. Oh, fair. <laughs> she, so she, she wasn't even know. alive. Yeah, <laughs> but but we'll talk. Um, okay. This okay. this episode, though, I it's a twenty minute show, but I wanted to give as much time as possible for us to talk about uh, the Bo Burnham Inside new comedy special. Um, it, it worked out like surprisingly well. Um, the last episode we did was what like 
February and just on a whim we decided to talk about his last comedy special and right. this one wasn't even announced yet <laughs> so it was wild so I'm expecting to get a DM from Bo to say hey I'm listening um just because it's it's obvious that we well, were a part of it somehow he you know he talks about his mental struggles and we'll we'll go into that his mental health stuff so I feel like if Bo reaches out it's going to be through somebody else who says me plus one mm. So if you get any plus one comments, we can just immediately assume one of them is Bo and he just felt too self-conscious to reach out directly. Right. Yeah. And he probably doesn't like, yeah, because we know that he was listening to ours and he even took some of my tips, I think, which we'll get into about, you know, one of my big things was the the more of the verbal, or I don't even know how to say it. What did I say before? Like the... The, the comedy where he just stands and tells jokes like that wasn't my favorite parts I love the songs and right. um, this one went more into that so I really think he was listening um yeah but he maybe took he, notes for yeah. sure so that's cool and yeah if he just wants to be a plus one bow that's fine by us like I get it you can yeah. stay secret yeah yeah that's no fine. we we understand we we want to respect that so we will mm-hmm. just assume that if anybody dms Mel and says me plus one that that plus one is is Bo the first one that comes right. in right I think that's fair yeah so so what did you what did you think overall of the special yeah spoiler free oh yeah thank you for reminding me of the spoiler tag we talked about it before the show and i immediately forgot it's okay that's why there's two of us uh spoiler free i i really really liked it i heard i i watched it like the second day it came out and there was already um expectations being set on the twitter i the bar was high and i think it it met that i i don't even feel qualified to talk about it. So I'm glad you're here to talk about it too, because it, it went places and I, I wouldn't even call it a comedy special. Like I wouldn't want to offend Bo by saying that, like there's definitely comedy there, but I feel like it was so much more than that. And like a commentary on isolation and creation and it's mental health. So fascinating that that's what you said. My first note literally says, I wouldn't call this a comedy special. I'm not kidding. Oh, we are together. We are. We are vibing. Yep. Um, I totally agree. This is so much more. It felt so much more of just like a really good performance art piece. Um, Because like you said, it just goes places. And it's still very funny. There's absolutely comedy involved in it. But it's nothing of what you would think when you hear the words comedy special. Right. It's not um, the typical. So I think that's a good place to say, like, if you... You're still in the non-spoiler zone. If you want to know if you want to watch it or not, and maybe you don't like comedy specials, like it, it don't go into thinking it's that. It's yeah. a lot more than that. Yeah, and so with that, from here on out, we are going to talk about like different tracks and different things that he did. So if you haven't watched it, hit pause right now. Don't not listen to the rest of our podcast because it's going to be really good. But right. go watch the special. Come yeah. back, hit us up. Full spoilers okay. going forward. Spoilers. Do you want to take it away? I know you have thoughts. I have so many thoughts. Um, <clears throat> I think the best thing Bo Burnham had done up until this special, and I and I said this on the last episode, is uh, the Kanye rant at the end of Make Happy. It's mm-hmm. one of just the best pieces of like live performance I've ever watched because it's so funny. And then it makes this really intense statement about how, you know, he's come to resent the audience and he's kind of come to resent this life. 
and he doesn't think he can do it anymore. And then he like ties it back into the funny ha ha Chipotle stuff. And it was so impressive and powerful. And it was one of those moments where I like when the very first time I ever watched it, I took a really deep look at my own mental health and where I was and how I project myself to the world versus how I really feel. So he took what was already my favorite thing that he does and just ramped it all the way up to 11. Mm-hmm. How he melded real issues around his mental health, real issues about why he left and how he wants to come back and what that's going to look like to him with really good comedy was mind blowing. And then you mix that in with the fact that this takes place over the course of a year and you can absolutely tell which parts he's in based off his hair and beard. Right. Even though it's like bouncing between it. Yeah. It was wild. And it was really cool to see him like cut to stuff that he was obviously like in month 12 versus him cutting stuff to where he was like in the first couple months. Yeah. I'll have to rewatch and take more note of that at some point. Cause like I, I knew it subconsciously, of course, but it's not like I was paying attention to what track was with which hairstyle. I, I also want to say that that last, at the end of the last special, that Kanye bit you're talking, Kanye style, um, that when he was going into the mental health part of it, like not knowing if he could do it, I don't think I realized when I watched it how real that was for him. Yeah. Like, I, I know that's a like obviously it was something he believed and he was going through but then in this special when he talked about how he he did talk about how he uh, stopped because he was having like full panic attacks right mm-hmm. so like that just damn now I want to re-listen to that knowing like he's added more to that story that yeah I didn't I didn't realize it was that um severe and like that far on the foreground like I didn't realize it was affecting him that much as um, soon as this special ended, I went back and watched just the YouTube clip of just the can't handle this. Yeah. And it is, it does actually make that even more powerful of like how good that song was. Yeah. And I thinking of how the last one ended too, in the same room that he does this whole thing in, mm-hmm. like that's cool in itself as well. Yeah. That was a beautiful tie. And I loved that all of it took place in this studio. Um, also incredibly impressive that he did everything. It was all him. He didn't have a crew, mm-hmm. no makeup artist, no cameraman. And like watching him like try to set up the lights and watching how he was like checking his own camera and lighting. It was and it, it was fascinating it that he baked his process right into the movie. Yeah. I, I loved the maybe it's a wide angle like that when he and some of the songs he would zoom out like really far that shot looked so good I yes. loved it. it it was fascinating to see all these just like different parts of what goes into it it also made me realize like that again going back to the Kanye rant how he had like the lights and the fans and all the different like voice effects I don't think I've appreciated Bo Burnham as a producer in performance mm-hmm. until this like when I went back and watched it, I was like, man, I bet he set all of this up himself. Like he knew how to switch the lights. He knew exactly what he wanted it to look like Um, when he kneels down and he changes the voice effects. I have so much more of an appreciation of him as like the full artist, I guess. Like not only does he have these really brilliant and hilarious ideas and songs and he's a talented musician, but he's like a true, like knows how to piece it all together, which is cool. Mm Mm-hmm. And I found, too, 
oh gosh, what was I going to say? Okay, you keep going. I'll come back. I'm all over the place. I just want to talk about so much. I know. Um, I I thought it was a really good look inside of how he felt about the year and the pandemic and just kind of seeing where he was at. It was really fascinating to hear that January, 2020, he was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to come back. And then everything went to shit. And he's like, well, I still have all these ideas. Like I still need to do something with this. And what we got, I think was so much better than what would have a traditional return to comedy would have looked like. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. That reminded me it, he, he showed like going back to like YouTube roots. Like I got big YouTube vibes from this like between each song and some of the the comedy bits like the reacts video when um when he reacted to like five times it was Uh wonderful and that could have been a youtube video and then he did um the other it was i can't remember exactly what he's talking about now but he did it was like black and white and he was talking about something just quickly like on the stool and like Mm -hmm. that could have been a youtube video and it was just like a, a collage of all these youtube videos and then he took like a little shot at like the streaming crowd in like a fun way, like video game streamers. And he had the oh, headset. I loved that. That yeah. was so funny. <laughs> like I loved everything. His, oh man, it was so good. And shout out to him just like randomly making fun of like Death Stranding, like our crowd, you know, the kind of funny people that will listen to this. Like, I think they'll appreciate how funny that is. That might not have landed with you. I thought Canada's that was number funny, one but... gamer, but... Like I just called you Canada's number one gamer. You guys heard it here first. Sorry to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a favorite song or any song that just like immediately sticks out to you? Um, well, I, I have some things. I took some notes yeah. and then I have some notes that are in all capitals. Um, one thing in all capitals, I wrote the sock and I wrote that before the sock freaking went off. Like I just, <laughs> I just thought the sock, as soon as it popped up, I was like, this is so funny. I love this. And then he's just like going into all the real shit. And I was like, damn sock. Love you even more. <laughs> I, know. I was like, did the sock just become my favorite character? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then um, I can't remember what song it was, but the, I, I've highlighted the line self-awareness does not absolve anyone of anything. And I thought that was so a beautiful good. line. Cause I, I felt that in a way, like, you know, sometimes I say shit or do shit that like, I'm not proud of, but you know, I try to be self-aware and be like, okay. I mean, not that I'm saying like terrible shit. It's not like that, but <laughs> I'll be, say something and think, Oh, I probably could have said that differently. And I, I try and be self-aware so that it doesn't happen again. And, think why did I say it like that whatever like my head just starts spiraling about how I can be better as yeah. a result and then just it's like but that doesn't absolve anything like maybe that's not how he meant it but it, it it's it's so true that like being self-aware after the fact or knowing that you're doing something badly doesn't make it okay right doesn't absolve you of the shitty thing you just did yeah um I think the standouts for me uh <laughs> Like in terms of just sheer comedy, white woman's Instagram, I hurt by the end of that song. I was that laughing was really so hard. Um, Welcome to the internet. I thought was ridiculous. Yes. Beautiful. I loved it. And then he like, yeah, he had a lot of layers to that song. Mm-hmm. That was another one that took you on a roller coaster of like, haha, this is hilarious. Oh God, I'm so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then last, the other one that I just really, really loved was Hands Up, Eyes on Me. Um, yeah. Towards the end of the special. And he does a really good job of, and he, I think he did this in Make Happy really well too, where he comes in really hot and gets you very invested in his stand-up special. And then he kind of like slows things down and we get to kind of go a few different places with him and he can talk about a lot of different topics while still mm-hmm. being funny. Um, but you'll notice like, it feels like it gets a little bit darker with kind of each step towards that end. And he's like really building towards something. And that's when you get your um, can't handle this right now. That's when you get these hands up eyes on me, possible ending song type stuff. Mm -hmm. It was just so raw. Like if you were to tell me, Oh, Bo's going to have a stand-up special and he's going to end naked. I would be like, Oh, that's so funny. But it was actually the most vulnerable raw thing I've ever seen. And it was heartbreaking. (laughs) Yes, totally agreed. And then he did the spotlight where he literally got trapped in the spotlight. And Mm. I was like, oh, my God, like, that's so deep. Like, you're trapped in the spotlight. Everyone thinks it's a joke. And you're like, no, help me. I'm I'm stuck. I can't get out. Yes. Um, The moments of like you said vulnerability um he has jokes in the past about not like really liking his body and being so skinny and all this stuff Mm. i i felt like this was so therapeutic to him Mm -hmm. um to be able to process a lot of that type of stuff and step out and like how much he doesn't have a shirt on through most of the special yeah or just wearing underwear and (laughs) yep (laughs) when he has all the lights on him and he's got like the three silhouettes and he looks like freaking beyonce up there Mm mm-hmm what were some of your other all cap notes? Um, the reaction loop, of course. Oh, oh, oh this part. This is all caps. Um, the when we were talking last time about the show or the episode or whatever, and I said that we were talking about different comedy people that do songs. Yeah. My boyfriend Stuart gave me a little bit of shit after and said Weird Al because we didn't mention Weird Al. Oh. <laughs> And then this, I was in one of the first songs he was singing. I was like, he sounds like Weird Al. And then like, not even a couple of minutes later, he basically calls himself like part Weird Al, part Malcolm X. Is that yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And it, and I was just like, oh my God, he listened to our show. And then uh, Weird Al tweeted it. Like, this oh, is right. amazing. That was an all caps moment for me. <laughs> um, but Stuart, I want to challenge you on something. Uh-oh. Is Weird Al a stand-up comedian who also does music, or is he just a parody musician? I think Stuart would say, why isn't parody music like considered stand-up? You know, it's just because mm-hmm. if you look at Bo's last special, you take it all the stand-up bits. What is he? But he still has the stand-up bits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't I don't want to get speak that for... with Weird Al. He does just full albums where he just makes fun of other people's songs. Right. I, I don't want to speak for Stuart though. He might not have said that. I Stuart tweeted me. Let me he know. He doesn't have Twitter. I'll get his brother to tweet at you. Hey okay, James, perfect. I hope you're watching this. James does watch sometimes. So maybe Stuart, think. get somebody else to tweet at me and let me know. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> can... totally challenging you. If you guys want to call him a stand-up artist, that's fine. I just I think that's why he didn't come to my mind is because I just see mm. him as a musician. More right. than like stand-up comedy who dabbles in music. It, it's he's good though, and oh, Poe actually great. sounds like him. Yeah, he does sound like him. He does absolutely. Do you have any all caps moments that we haven't talked about yet? Um, 
Are you timing this? What are we at? I am. We have a minute and 10 seconds left. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm good. My internal clock. Okay. Tell me everything about it in one minute. <laughs> Tell you everything in one minute. I You're think, running out of time. Um, I will be... I am already on pins and needles to see what he does next. I think this is by far his best work. I think we saw a true artist who was really working through some shit and chose to let us in on it. Um, and I think that shows not only in like the actual imagery that he chooses, the lighting that he chose, how he did the different camera work, but then also there were times his studio was freaking filthy. And for those who have ever struggled with mental health, sometimes, you know, you just can't bring yourself to do the goddamn dishes. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't bring yourself to just get the laundry done because you're really struggling mentally. And so it was interesting to see it take place over the course of a year Sometimes the studio was flawless. Everything was set up, looked beautiful, gorgeous. He was ready to go. Sometimes there was just crap everywhere, but he still just had like the shots going that he needed, you know? It um, felt so real though. Like I didn't yes. even notice that. Like so, it just- Yeah, exactly. I, I took that as he was just constantly authentic and you could almost feel like he was working through the bad days in quarantine. Right. Um, I think it's a, it's a 10 out of 10. It's a must see if you like Bo Burnham and if you like good art. That's that's my final statement. What about you? Yeah, man, it was it was amazing, and I'll, I'll I'll listen to it again soon. I didn't want to do it right after because I wanted to sit with it, and I literally sat in like the dark for two minutes after. Oh, me too. Um, just because I was like, "Fuck!" But really good. And so I mean, good. if you're listening still, you've already seen it, so you, oh. you know you get it. And much like Bo, um, our next episode will be whenever he puts something else out. This is now just a <laughs> podcast. Yeah, um, we'll, so. we'll probably do one sooner. Like we're, we'll we'll <laughs> we probably really start doing should. a bit more yeah. regularly. <laughs> awesome. Well, that does it for Give Me 20. Mel, thanks so much for joining me yet again. Um, it was a bit of a marathon, that one. It was wild, wasn't it? <laughs> and then uh, for those listening, don't forget, send Mel a DM, let her know you're listening. And uh, yeah. Yep, and Thanks plus ones are allowed. So, yeah. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Stay Bye. funny.